Welcome to Artificially Speaking. We dive into AI and examine how it affects the world around us. I'm David and with me is Simon. We will show you how you can start using AI today. Visit artificiallyspeaking.org to get more detailed information on what we discuss and to sign up for our free newsletter. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Visit artificiallyspeaking.org to find out how you can get in touch. Hi, Simon. So, hey, Dave. Good to see you again. Yeah, there's uh, there's been a fair bit happening today in the world of AI. I'd say probably the biggest story that's been uh, out there is really the story about Grimes. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know a huge amount <laughs> about Grimes. Uh, the I was going to say musician, but I think she's really just singer. I I'll be honest, I have only really ever heard of her because she was. Uh, I don't think she was married to him, but she was the partner, shall we say, of Elon Musk, and they had some kids together. But okay, yeah, it turns that they that she is a maybe a musician is probably a strong word, but she she's a singer, shall we say? But what she yeah. said is that she's willing to share fifty percent of any royalties on any track that's uh, generated using AI with her voice. Um, so it, it it's thrown it out there that people you know in their bedrooms could could actually pull together a track but if it's using her ai generated vocals you'll get a share of the the bounty so to speak okay um, so, so how's she divvying that up is she sort of saying um because it's going to be hard to monitor i suppose unless someone says all right okay i've released this um is she thinking it's going to go to number one, or is that the well, aspiration? I think, I think obviously, if if it's not really doing very well, there's not much to share. So I think what she's kind of getting in there on, or kind of jumping the gun a bit, is saying, well, if anyone churns out a song that does very well, um, she'll obviously make money out of it, and then the person that did it will 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 also. It, I know this is something I do know more about, but I know was it last week um drake and the weekend who i have heard of um there was an ai generated song um using that the, their vocals so that kind of has has kind of started things off but the the record company i think for both of them um managed to put get the track pulled but the way they did it was there was a violation of copyright law so okay. it was based on a sample that was used in the track whereas mm. what grimes is saying well this will be a completely brand new piece of music so copyright and things like that don't really come into it i suppose it, it i don't really understand where if you were an artist and someone used ai to generate your vocals what what you have you know what kind of comeback you have because yeah it's 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 a whole new new world isn't it in this regard 
Well, I was looking at Descript earlier because I wanted to see if I could use a celebrity's voice um, yeah. for my um, animated soccer coaching clips that I put on TikTok to yeah. say, oh, I wonder if I could get a famous footballer or a manager and almost get them to do a voiceover on the thing and just try mm. and make it a bit of, um, you know, a tongue-in-cheek type thing. And I think Descript said in the short bit that I saw, you must get the permission of the person's voice that you're going to use. So I suppose Drake in the weekend, if they're saying that someone hasn't asked their permission to yeah. use that voice, and I suppose that's the difference with Grimes. I also saw when I was online that there's someone's created a song of No Gallagher um, singing uh, a certain okay. song. And I need, all I saw was the headline as I was looking for something else yesterday. And I thought, oh, I won't look at that now. But now you've mentioned that. I'm thinking, well, if you are an artist, a recording artist of some stature, and you go, you know what? If people want to use my voice to create some unique um, sort of tracks and I get 50% of the royalties, why not? You know, when quality control comes in, I suppose as long as it's badged up as creative with AI and my voice cloned, they can say, mm. I quite like it because it's a niche and it's something different. Um, but obviously it's not as good as the real thing. Similar as we were saying earlier today around Dr. Gupta. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's not the same as a real doctor. But, you know, if it's entertainment and um, people are, are intrigued by it and I suppose you can get it to do other things. I think you mentioned there, as long as it's not offensive or discriminatory to anyone, then, you know, it, it, everything else is fair game. So there could be some quite amusing things, especially if you, if you think, um, oh, you know, do they know it's Christmas time where they had all those celebrities on? Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if someone compiled something like a compilation of all celebrities uh, singing one uh, quite big ballad song or something, um, it would be quite interesting to see who made yeah. it into the the song and uh, who was cut. I imagine some of them would be quite um, unhappy if they didn't make the AI uh, number yeah. one. I think you would need to kind of go for artists that are no longer with us. So, like, maybe you mm. have Elvis leading the charge with maybe, like, John Lennon and, uh, and a few other artists that are no longer here. Because I know there has been talk around, well, it's not even just the cease artists um i was reading earlier about some guy that's looking to potentially start churning out new content uh that are dire straits songs now yeah. i think his problem is that the um well, i think all of dire straits are, are live it's just they no longer perform together mm. so i think you would still need to get their permission to 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 create that new that new music but that's what he's looking to do so he's kind of like well i've got you've got a pool of resource or pool of music that's already there so i assume you're just getting the ai technology just to kind of take what's from there and then you know create new content off the back of that it's, it's the same i suppose as when we talk about chat gbt it's pulling from the pool of data the music's already there isn't it so i suppose yeah. like you'd have to think like someone like elvis that's kind of the first you know kind of person i think someone's going to try and attempt isn't it mainly because mm. obviously he's still massive but also yeah. let's be honest his estate are not um they don't turn out turn down requests to use his image or likeness and make money off it so 
I would assume they'd be pretty open to someone saying, like, I'll give you money if we can create new songs, um, you know, <laughs> in the style of Elvis Presley. And it, I'll be honest, this isn't necessarily that new with Elvis. Like, yeah. there was always the talk about um, that song, A Little Less Conversation. He didn't actually record that, is the, is the suggestion. It was actually an Elvis impersonator that did that. But then yeah. it was released under his name. So it may not be you know you're not breaking ground necessarily on that one i suppose the the only thing with going back to the um to grimes herself the one thing she and maybe this is a hint at there's more to this she's mentioned that they're working on kind of she says a program so i'm assuming it's an app or some software that Mm. will give you access to the ability to create vocals based on her voice so i'm assuming that will be monetized so she'll make money off the back of that but then whoever generates using that the best tracks she also will make money from that as well but also the person that creates it will as well so i'll be honest it sounds pretty cynical but it seems like a double win for her in that she it's, it's it takes away a lot of the creative effort that she has to throw at this and she'll still make 50 percent. like i don't know if she's writing most of her existing songs or has written most of them but i'm assuming that if she hasn't she's already sharing royalties with the writers and maybe producers i don't know so is this a massive difference in that probably not it's just she doesn't have to turn up and do anything so you know what I mean? It's 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 an e- it's money for old rope, as we'd say. Well, I remember uh, a few years ago when I was still living in London, and um, myself and my partner Jess, we we went to see a show which was a hologram of Frank Sinatra singing on the stage. So yeah. y- you think we paid quite you know good money to go and see that, and really we're just mm. listening to songs and seeing a hologram. Yeah. So if you think AI technology could make that entertainment space more interesting, uh, the voice, the songs, maybe new content, um, you know, and then the, the actual performance could be AI generated. You could see a new entertainment genre potentially in the future, um, where people go, you know. I'd love to see some of these old artists brought back to life because we never got to see them. Well, I was going to say it isn't a potential. It's already here. I don't know if you've seen um, ABBA have got their uh, show here in London where you can go and see them. They perform, but like obviously not all of their back catalogue, but they produce some of it. But they also perform um, some of their new stuff. I think they released a new album last year. So yeah. they actually, I think the the new songs were were actually sung and performed by the by ABBA themselves. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how they're performed at this show, it's done using like younger versions of them. So I'm assuming AI or some technology has been used to do that. So you see um, ABBA in their pomp, like in seventies, late seventies ABBA. You don't see, you know, like the <laughs> bearded and a bit a bit yeah. overweight Bjorn turning up on stage <laughs> knocking out dancing queen. It's 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 like when they're at their peak. Um so I as I said I'm it's already here. It's not a case of it's coming. There's obviously there must be other 
musicians or or people that own the back catalogues of um musicians just rubbing their hands thinking we could make mm. this for every every bit of money we can get out of it so well yeah especially when you think of um the niche of christmas number ones where people yeah. are always in a bit more of a spirited mood and if something comes out and it's quite entertaining and you know simon uh cow won't be too far away from uh, earning a dollar <laughs> from something and yeah. it, it saves him having actual people he can yeah, probably exactly. think well actually i know i own the rights to quite a lot of artists um i can produce my own christmas song and um, i'm sure there'll be lots of people out there who will be quite happy to buy it um you know because they, they just seem to follow the the top the, the, the type of music that he produces so i i think it it's definitely not far off then a, a, a no. number one by an artist that actually didn't sing the song ai sang it yeah I, as you say i think i think we're we're not really that far away at all but yeah so yeah so again it's it, things are moving very very quickly and and in this world the music world you know grimes can't be the only one that's looking at it so but i imagine she's got out there before everyone else so she's at the edge of it um so yeah i don't know we'll, we'll keep an eye on this and see what other um stories come with this but i'm assuming mm. there's going to be other artists that, that yeah. will jump onto this um if there's money also, in it yeah you know yeah. people will they're not going to turn it down are they and well, if they've already got the talent and it's just actually you know another way of presenting that talent i think um good good for them i suppose linking into this um spotify um released their financial information for the last trading period i think yesterday now their results show that their business is still growing um, mm. but the area that they haven't really um kind of done anything in or exploited is 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 AI. well they have got some ai components on the platform but they the area they haven't talked about is generation of, of music to any sort of degree but you'd assume that would be something that they must be looking at and also it must be something that they're looking to see how firstly they can monetize it so i i don't know i i think that would be the next logical step is those sort of music platforms mm. um working with artists to maybe create more content but then on the other hand a lot of artists don't like working with them because they pay peanuts don't they so yeah um yeah. so i don't know but then the other side of it is if you're an artist and you're going down this route you don't really have to do anything to get money out of this <laughs> so it, it, it is it a real issue for you that you're that that spotify aren't paying you much when you're not actually having to do anything it's just some person that's generating the content i i don't know it's 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 a brand new kind of way of looking at it so as i said we'll see how that develops yeah um what else did other, you write today the other big story um that kind of broke a bit later here in london um was the well consultancy accountancy firm pwc um they've announced that they're looking to invest about a billion dollars in artificial intelligence now i must admit i'm always a bit skeptical when you read a big company or whoever's saying oh we're going to invest in in ai what does that actually mean you know hmm. is it just to get headlines or do they actually have a plan of how they want to exploit the technology now it looks like um pwc are looking to kind of shall we say bring in ai to help with what what they regard as the grunt work 
So right. it's it's still billable work to clients, but it would be things like um, a lot of their accountancy work, their audit, tax, things like that. They'd be looking to kind of use AI to kind of automate a lot of that. So things like where, say, an audit client, they might be reviewing lots of um, data from their accounting system, things like that. So they're hedging their bets that they'll have the technology to automate a lot of that and not obviously have to use um, people to do it. And obviously, I suppose that saves saves them money, but is that going to save the client much money or they're just going to continue to be billed as though they've got an accountant um, looking through their, their books, so to speak. So they, they have been fairly vague in terms of where this or, or how they plan to do this. But I suppose it's probably that you know it's early it's an early stage but it looks like what they're trying to do is kind of build up some sort of um relationship with microsoft um and that's kind of the direction they're going on so as i said it's still at an early stage but but it just means that i think we've discussed this a few times now where the big concern with ai and the creep of it is jobs that are going to be lost and i would assume that if pwc can harness, harness this in a proper way you're looking at potentially not needing as many people to do stuff so you'd still need that oversight as we've discussed as well yeah. but i just think this is probably the <laughs> the tip of the iceberg i imagine for these sort of businesses really yeah and, and like you say why wouldn't you try and streamline and be more efficient um, we've never known big corporates to be morally, um, you know, uh, seeing it things from an ethical perspective in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, I do have a fear that AI could make people um, surplus to requirements and um, it, it would be a concern. But then where do they, these people go? What do they do? Um, it, it does make you think, well, if there is this automation and they're happy with the quality of that automation, and you only need certain people um, overseeing it from uh, some sort of perspective of humanism, uh, humanistic eye, it is a, a real concern that there's a lot of people um, who could find their, their way out. But I suppose if you think back to when people used to plough the fields by hand mm. and then that mechanisation came in and then we used to dig the roads by hand, those people um, have gone it has it led especially in the uk this, this i've always thought this has it led to people just being left on estates um to then just live there and draw down some benefits and their their skills aren't required as much anymore and there's have we lost some of that i know we do struggle during the summer months for fruit pickers uh, especially yeah. now that brexit has occurred uh, and you think there is still a role for some of those quite physical labor jobs but these ones now where it's quite low level uh, administration sort of tasks, is this the next big change where um, people lose jobs because of automation, mechanization um, that we've seen previously? Well, I, I think, and PwC is a good, I suppose, a good case on this. I actually think the threat to people's livelihood, so to speak, is actually more of a risk to white collar jobs so like what pwc do in terms of their tax accountants that type of thing where you're doing a lot of repetition um 
looking at data and things like that i would say ai is and technology is generally in a better position to replace a person doing mm. that than it is in terms of physical stuff like i know like you, the example you're giving is like say crop picking and things like that you yeah. could get a machine but there's still definitely jobs that have got a lot of legs in them like i would say the one that probably would have been flagged as one of the first things to go with you know the creep or the the technology get better was people that do driving jobs like you think like lorry drivers things like that but the, those sort of jobs have become a premium like mm. you know lorry drivers are earning more money um i know that's nothing to do with ai or technology but those sort of jobs can't be done by a machine at the moment um i don't know when we're going to have you know mm. driverless cars but it's not going to be happening in the next 10 years i don't think well maybe it might but but what i mean is i can see in the next 10 years there'll be people in this a case in point of pwc that we there'll be ai technology that will be replacing someone looking through the books of a FTSE 100 company for example yeah. that's yeah. With, that's not far away at all it, whereas i think the driverless lorry is is still a fair way away it's it's it, i'm not saying it's not going to happen in our lifetimes it will but it's i think if you were a, if you were driving a, a a lorry for say um a supermarket I think you've probably got a good secure future for the next 10, 15 years, really. Whereas if you're a low level accountant working at, say, PwC, you might be a bit worried about what your, your next step is, really. Yeah. If this is yeah. what PwC announced. So it's, yeah, it's um, well, to the I music. Watched, um, I was watching something on TikTok earlier, and Ocado um, actually have a whole factory, one of those mm. huge ones that you see, you know, when you go past the motorway, it's usually a yeah. big, huge Amazon one. This was an Ocado one, and what they were using was AI to load people's shopping. Mm. So there was something like 2,000 little robots on wheels that go across a grid similar to just a huge drafts board. Yeah. And they can move right, left, and they just go around um, automated, picking up, different things so oh i need uh, a box of tissues from over there i need some razors yeah. from over there and it just fills up these people's bags and drops them all off so you can see that ai although the truck driver is still essential actually they've mechanized and automated with ai the person walking around this great big huge warehouse collecting things off the shelves and i think the lady was explaining on the video there was fifty-eight thousand items yeah. that these robots are picking up constantly and so those people who used to do those entry-level jobs or those quite low-skilled jobs um now there's these little four-wheeled uh robots these ai um nipping around picking out the shopping um you know and then dropping things in so i, I would quite get interested in what the con quality control is that because i've always struggled when we've done online shopping you always get the fruit or veg that's just about to turn yeah. in a lot of time so is there some sort of discerning eye with the ai where it's going oh yeah quick use that it's just about to go out of batch um but i was i was blown away by the scale of what ocado were doing in that one factory and i don't know if that's just one of many mm. but I, well, I think amazon won't be far off doing a very well, similar I, model the thing is with ocado is my concern with them is they're going to run out of money before 
it becomes uh you know a properly viable business because mm. i think where amazon have the edge over them at the moment is yeah they do have those robots picking the products and stuff but the cost of doing it actually makes it more cost effective to actually have people doing it and that's mm. i suppose where amazon blend that to some degree they do have some automation in terms of my understanding is they do use some kind of maybe not robots but there is elements of that but a great part of it is still human-led um, mm. because and this this sounds pretty cynical but because it's cheaper um yeah and yeah so it, it so we're still useful i suppose as humans um until it's cheap until until we're more expensive to use than than a robot or ai yeah. but I think that's where I would, and also the, the size of Amazon, I would assume that they could take out someone like a, an Ocado at the drop of a hat, really, in terms of the infrastructure they have worldwide. But but also, like you see it in, in this country with Amazon's tie up with Morrison's, mm. um, where you can get food, you know, I think you order it and then two hours later, they'll turn up with a full shop. Yeah. um again i think that's that's still done shall we say manually at a, sh at a shop level mm. someone walks around with a trolley and scans stuff but obviously it's it, you know that's because it's probably cost effective to do that but then when when it moves away from that where you have you know similar to that Ocado model where you've got a warehouse full of food um is you know when amazon say we'll we'll get the robots so to speak <laughs> <laughs> well they've also got to have i mean it's got to be a growth industry yeah. maintenance teams fixing mm. these things um yeah. because they're going to get dust fluff grit all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff in them they're going to need cleaning maintaining what happens if they go down um mm. they still need someone to to pick all these things and over reliance on um automation could be um a false start because you know we we know technology in its infancy doesn't always have the consistency that is necessary so yeah. i think if someone's quite forward thinking you know I, there's got to be firms out there already on the front foot with this mm. um because the, the things like a card are up and running so again it links back to what we were speaking about yesterday about uh, diversification lead uh, learning and development and learning new skills um, it can't just be from a creative element and AI no. in that. It, it's also maintenance of any sort of machinery because I don't know if we, we touched on it briefly the other day, but um, they've, they've got some sort of police that are robotized in New York. I don't know if you saw that. No. So a, a robot dog, and then they had these other two um, like robots, and I think they were just placed around touristy areas to um, you know, sort of be a deterrent uh, you know, we will call the police if you do not leave sort yeah. of thing. Um, but you, you, you saw that element and you think, well, how far off is Robocop then? Um, yeah. how, how far off is it? Because you, you must have seen these dog-looking robots. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly what they were deploying on, on the streets, which I, I found fascinating. Because honestly, I could imagine uh, uh, some lads who've been out on a night out in England had a few too many, maybe trying to, instead of tip the cow over in a field, um, can we uh, do something to the dog robot and see what happens? <laughs> so, you know, how do they get protected? How many of them are out on patrol? 
And we know how difficult it is to get a police, uh, the police out anyway. Are they going to dash out to protect a robot dog? Um, so well, I think <laughs> this is where you say, like, with uh, you need you need to go down the Robocop routes, something that could actually uh, <laughs> maim and kill. That's yeah. the only uh, <laughs> that's Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so well, as, as I said, like going back to with PwC, it, it, it's interesting that it's it's that white collar shall we say industry that seems to be kind of um lapping up the whole ai um progression um so yeah it's 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 turning kind of the the, the predictions on its head in terms of you know eradicating people doing physical labor based jobs and stuff i think i think there's still a lot of legs in 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 those industries so yeah it's it's interesting but as i say i can't imagine pwc will be the the only person coming out with something along these lines in the next well, not even in, in the next few months, I think in the next few weeks, I think we'll see similar announcements from their rivals, mm. um, but also some of the other um, kind of service provi providers of, in different industries. It, I think this is just, just the start of it. I, I, the thing I'm finding with technology and not just in the AI space, things are moving so quick yeah. now. Um, and I don't know if that's AI that's pushing that forward, but we're talking about kind of things almost on a daily basis of new mm. stuff that's coming out. I, I suppose this wave of AI kind of advancement, if that is driving it, um, you know, where are we going to be in, I was going to say in a year's time, it's not even a year's time, it's what, where will we be in six months? Um, that's, well, I think that's, it links back to what we touched on yesterday from the Fiverr news story. Yeah. Is there the the um, the workforce for all these tech companies or the all these large companies looking to tap into oh, yeah. it, it seems like there's a dearth of talent there at the moment because the people leading in this area are obviously still developing it, and for the the people to be able to um, churn this out, because we we've seen ChatGPT is still very much in its research stage and um, yeah. they're collecting data and trying to see how it's utilized, so. It's good to see that people, you know, is some of that billion from PricewaterhouseCooper going into research and development? Are they thinking about, well, how do we create our own AI team yeah. um, to make sure? Because I'm, I'm sure they don't want to outsource that unless it's done very well confidentiality-wise because of their client base. And, yeah. you know, so are, are they going to be seeking um, a lot of these type of roles uh, for people in the future? And how well are the, the, the sectors around colleges, and universities preparing people for that you know is there a shift in education to you know really meet the needs of these big organizations i i would imagine there is not because no. universities in that to put build a course it usually takes them quite a while to yeah to get something I, off the ground and someone to tutor it oh, i agree i think i think the should we say the industry the education industry is probably not as quick footed as as Hmm. So the, the industries that are, that, are not, that are embracing AI, but I think also, and maybe this might come across as a bit harsh, but I think there's also going to have to be a change in mindset with individuals as well. I think people will need to be more, and I know this has been brought up for years because of obviously, I think the, the change of technologies coming in and stuff, but this seems to kind of push it on another level. Hmm. But I think people may need to be a bit more um 
agile in terms of of say from a career perspective you know like i think we've been talking and me and you but generally as a as as a society about the end of you know jobs for life type um yeah yeah now that's been dead for many people for for you know a fair few years already but what i mean is i think people will need to actively embrace uh if you like a career that involves a lot more twists and turns mm. than probably what they're used to at the moment and that raises a whole range of different issues i suppose in terms of like you've said like an education shortfall but then you're also looking at things like mental health because mm-hmm. um, of stress potential you've also then got um i suppose you know just ensuring that there's um that there is a type of jobs out there that people can go to but as you say there'll be an education shortfall so it's mm. almost like you're going to need people that are agile enough to adapt to that requirement and and to be fair there'll always be people that can do that but the problem is is i think that it's going to be across society it's going to be a lot wider you know yeah. if you're coming out and it is at all levels of 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 say society so you know people coming out of school university college you could argue they're probably more agile anyway mm. but it's people are older that you know say I, I suppose with you know like the the retirement age is creeping up every all the you know very quickly now i think the area where you think there'll be the biggest challenge is if you think above 50 or 60 where people have just generally they've worked maybe in an industry for a number of years how change able while they're going to be say in their 60s when they have to consider you know doing something else it, or maybe not doing something else it's embracing this new technology which they may have to do or have to use in their current working environment and and it's yeah. a massive challenge and, and as i say we've seen it to some degree but it's just this this rate of change is is accelerating mm. it like i suppose in my in my working life i've seen people that went from never you know email wasn't really something they used to yeah. being an established part of working um but that happened over quite a sizable amount of time but we're talking like in the next five well not even five years like the next two years you could see a dramatic change in some industries but if yeah. you're working in those industries if you don't embrace that change you're potentially out the door really which mm, mm. i don't want to make it it's like a grim <laughs> reality we're talking about yeah but that's what can happen do you know what i mean it, it's 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 on the horizon um yeah. and as as you said the i don't think people infrastructure and kind of the education system or even learning systems in this especially in this country are not really ready to cope with that so yeah, but this is, you know, you, through our conversations off um, the podcast, um, you know, my big motivation is I've got a 10-year-old son. He wants yeah. to be a businessman, entrepreneur. And I'm saying to him, well, look, the education system is not going to be up with the AI. You need to yeah. start studying AI and understanding the systems <clears throat> that you will need to use and be abreast of it because you need to be riding that wave rather than trying to catch it. Um, yeah you know and if i can help him in any way by my explorations and you know um, learning some things that i can pass on to help him uh, find sources of good reputable information yeah. um 
I know for a fact I'm not the only man in his 40s who will be looking to do the best for their child and help them learn this stuff, especially mm. if my fear and the fear we just discussed there is schools and education systems are going to be behind the curve on this. It yeah. is about trying to go, well, look, if we don't encourage our children to embrace this and start to learn from a very young age, um, they're, they're going to be left behind. And uh, like you say, those jobs, um, the market's going to change. Linking back to what you just said about those people coming to the latter stages of their career, you know, organisations will glean their knowledge and go, how do yeah. we automate their knowledge, their skill set? Yeah. Um, you know, and then they won't be um, required as such. Um, you might have one senior one who still oversees such, like you said, from a quality assurance perspective. Um, but beyond that, you're not going to need that many people potentially. No. Um, so it is one of those fearful things, but also that exciting thing that we keep discussing about yeah. there will be opportunities, but discovering what those opportunities are uh, will only come through exploration. Exactly. You know, and we're fascinated. You know what? This is why we go into a daily news sort of a report because we're like, wow, you know, look There's at the so growth and scale yeah. of this that's happening. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, with our own children, it will be showing them, well, look, listen back, listen back to this, you know, keep abreast of it. Look for the podcasts that are out there that people are leading the way. Look at where the, 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 the reputable sources of information are coming from. Learn how you can start to apply it because these are all things that we're starting to, um, you know, try ourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of catching up to do. But the good thing is we want to do that catching up. We're yeah. open to it. And um, we've got the mindset where we're going, well, look, where, wherever this takes us, I think it's going to be inter interesting and exciting. Mm. Um, and there definitely is a, a real um, opportunity to learn and develop new things that will just be fascinating absolutely fascinating yeah we're, we're on the tip of something um and like you said it's it's the key thing is being well keen to actually embrace it and that, and i think that's i think that's half the battle but well simon thank you very much um for all your time today um but yeah let's let's speak soon and thank yeah. you again yeah brilliant thanks dave Thank you for joining us on Artificially Speaking. See you next time.